This is the Freakin' Copper Crab Podcast. Oh, I'm Chaney Crab. I am Naveen Copperweiss, your gosh darn co-host. Your gosh darn co-hosts. And Harrison's behind the mic as well. Damn, it's getting shouted out already. <laughs> Shout it out. All right, if you guys want to grab podcast, Copper Crab Podcast merch, go to coppercrab.bigcartel.com. If you want to grab Entheos merch, you have two options. You can go to the Band Run merch store, which is entheosofficial.bigcartel.com. And that's where you can find tour leftovers and limited edition drops. And you will want to pay attention to that store uh, over the next couple of months because we're going to do some really sick limited edition shit. Uh, limited edition. Limited edition. Night Shift, you can go to nightshiftmerch.com. <laughs> I think it's nightshiftmerch.com. Mer- nightshiftmerch.com. Uh, slash collection slash entheos. If you would like to call in to the podcast with a voicemail, you can do that. It, it The number is 615-420-7342. You can also text that. Uh, we also just opened a brand new Discord site, server, <laughs> chat room, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, so we uh, don't know about this kind of stuff. That's why we have our boy Harrison, Harrison here showing us the ropes. He literally pulled up Discord on the TV over here and gave me and Chaney a lesson on what it is and how to use it and in like, true boomer fashion. <laughs> He really did. It was a total <laughs> rundown, and uh, he'll probably have to tell me again, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so it's cool. I guess you can go in there and chat and leave questions and call into the podcast and do all kinds of stuff. You'll see our shows in there. You'll see our merch. It's pretty much like a behind-the-scenes look at ever us. Our Discord. I don't know. Our Discord. <laughs> Well, we were so, th- so we got an experimental idea going on in there. Well, Harrison does, and that's uh, we're just gonna start live, taking credit for everything. A Harrison live does. call in, so we're yeah. gonna, I guess, depending on how we feel or if anybody gets brave enough to jump in there, we'll try to take a live call. If anyone's brave enough <clears> to <throat> jump in, so if you're listening to the podcast, um, the old school way, which is on Spotify or podcasts apple podcasts or the youtube then you are not watching us on twitch live right now which several people are and you can join them by going to twitch.tv slash copper crab so every tuesday at 8 30 p.m central standard time we do a podcast and we do it live um and then we post it the next day if you want to tune in live you can be live on the podcast if you've got if you've got the courage to do so. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll kind of, I guess we'll take that one by how we feel. By, by, by feel. ear. Yeah, see. <laughs> see how it goes. We need that. Harrison, we're going to need that as a sample. A soundboard, I know. <laughs> he claimed that he was like a huge soundboard well, guy. We're, so. we're slowly getting him yeah. into the game. I mean, Jesus Christ, <laughs> he's already started a Discord and gave us a whole lesson on it. That's and, true. And freaked our entire Twitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you thing. can check that out now. So last week we announced that our band Entheos, which Naveen and I are in a band, it's called Entheos. It's not called Entheos, like the Dude, like, Entheos. <laughs> like Steve-o the video of Steve-O that yeah. 
I get tagged in all the time, though that's an amazing video and it does have the meaning of our name and I think that's awesome that it's becoming more widespread. We did not make up this word. No. It was found. <laughs> um, it's a real word. Actually, and can you pull that video up? Of Yeah, Harrison, <laughs> can you pull that up? So we announced a White Chapel or White Chapel's benefit Christmas benefit show. And I believe that if you bring a toy for donation, then you can get like a certain amount of money off of your ticket. So that's December 22nd with White Chapel and Orthodox and the Guild. Two other I mean, you know, the whole bill is Tennessee bands. We're a Tennessee oh, band. Hey, how do you like that? So that's in <clears throat> Knoxville, Tennessee at uh, the Mill and Mine. And we got to play one of Whitechapel's Christmas benefits maybe four years ago. I think it was 2018. 2018, yeah, yeah four years ago. And it was such a fucking awesome show. And we had a great uh, time yeah. hanging out afterward. I crowd surfed. <clears throat> So I'm excited to go back and play that venue. I didn't know that the Mill and Mine was still open. So I'm excited to go and play that. That was actually, uh, that night we hung out with Mark Lewis for the first time. The, who? Okay, so people on the Twitch were asking what the Golden Lobster thing is all about. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Speaking, speaking of Mark Lewis, um, Mark Lewis sent us... Should we say it? Mark Lewis sent us like... It's not up anymore, so it doesn't matter. Okay, it's not up anymore? <clears throat> yeah. Okay, Mark Lewis sent us like a link to check out the, the mixes and masters on our album. Yeah. And to get into it, the password was Golden Lobster. Yeah. And it took Naveen and I months. Maybe maybe weeks. Maybe a month. No, it took months. It's, I think no, it took no, it months. Changed. It took a really freaking long time because he sent that to us when we lived in Santa Cruz. Oh, right. Yes. And we didn't realize until the whatever episode we shot, whatever podcast episode we shot yeah. that's called Golden Lobster like Hotline. It was literally that day that we realized that Mark Lewis is a fucking genius because he does spoonerisms all the time. Well, that, that's not a spoonerism, though. Yeah. Well, he does things oh, yeah. like spoonerism. Do you know what it's called? Uh, I don't know what that's. I don't know if that has a name, but. Okay. Yeah, he does spoonerisms all the time, which is changing the first syllable of two different words. Right, which is an amazing game to play. And yeah. now Naveen and I do it all the time, and it's yeah, yeah so, it's when your dreams become a nightmare. Right, it's Status. annoying. It's annoying. I guess an example would be like... Kaveen Nopperweiss? Yeah, there you go. Lark Mewis. That's not a very good one, but... Craney Chab. Craney Chab. So... Anyways, we thought that what he was doing, I associated lobster with crab, obviously, but it took me like months to figure out that golden was the copper association. Yeah. yeah. Like he'll call Scott Carstairs like truck ramp yeah. instead of car stairs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I thought it was just like a randomly generated password because it kind of, you know, when you get randomly generated passwords, they... They'll sound like that sometimes. Wait, so Harrison, it would be like bald daughter. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best one. That's so a good far. one. <laughs> Alright, I'm changing my username. <laughs> bald daughter. <laughs> Holy shit. 
but so <laughs> that's where the. <laughs> oh, God. So Naveen's last name is Copperweiss. My last name is Crab. That's where the Copper Crab. The name for the podcast, which we fucking <laughs> we went over for months. We fought back and forth for months about whether we were going to call it because I came up with Copper Crab, and I'm like, dude, it's Copper and Crab. It's the yeah. best thing ever. Wait, so we I have. didn't want to name it that? I think you were a little like on edge about yeah, it. It's kind of like You're it sounds in, random to people who don't know what that means. Well, <laughs> look at us now, dude. I know. Look at us now. But anyways, yeah, look yeah. at us now. We have Golden <clears throat> Lobsters named after I know. it. Boom. So anyway, Mark made that password golden lobster i hope that's not up anymore oh, i'm gonna double check after for the, the love of god we're gonna <laughs> but, yeah uh, everyone's i'm not giving out the website i don't know right what now. website it was or i'm sure they could figure it out it pretty was, easily. i don't know if they could i don't know if they could I don't anyway know. so mark's like <clears throat> golden lobster and i'm like oh uh it, it just occurred to me the other day mm -hmm. i was like dude he's a genius it's copper the other crab. day Here's it was like a month ago or whatever. I know. One of my favorite things that you do is <clears> that <throat> no matter when in time something happened, how far in the past, you refer to it as the other day. Yeah. Where's the lie? <laughs> where's the lie? That's true. It was, it was the, other, the day. other day. It was the other day. Wow. I didn't say yesterday. Yeah. The other day. It's like the a day that's day. other than yeah. this one. It could yeah. be a day in the future. There we go. Wow. But yeah. That's and then nuts. I'm like, dude, I called Cheney because I was like out. And about, and I'm like, dude. Oh no, we were, we were thinking like, oh, it'd be funny if we had a name for people who like the podcast. Yeah, who like the podcast. You know, like Slipknot's got the maggots. Yeah, which and is I, cool as hell. And so I finally figured out that Golden Lobster is Coffer Crab, and I called Cheney and I said, dude. Yeah, you called me like in a. I just was like. like Cheney! We figured it out. I cracked the code. You did. They're freaking golden lobsters, man. Yep. And I was at I was at Target and I was holding a glade candle smelling it and I dropped the candle because I thought it was so brilliant. I just <laughs> dropped it and it fell all over the floor. Really? Yeah, it was a PSL can candle. Damn. No, that didn't really happen, but when that, that made been for funny, a better yeah. story. Well, you didn't have to in say that it didn't happen. In our movie, in the movie about us, <clears throat> that's, that's what happens. Yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> For sure. But yeah, then, um, so in that Knoxville show, we yeah. hung out with Mark. We did hang out with Mark. We also, there was like a goth night next door. Yeah. And, and it, was it was so fun. It was fun. And we drank absinthe. absinthe. And then we went to cookout for the first time. We that did. That was my first time having cookout. Do you remember? Do you remember that? Like we were standing next to this girl who was shit faced and like we were all talking and the girl like fell on the floor and like splatted right in front of us. She splatted? She just splatted all over the floor. I don't it was rem crazy. remember that. Yeah, I felt bad for uh, her. That was, that's weird. <laughs> that was a good night <clears throat> though. That was a really fun. That was uh, the end of the tour. Club. I think Bill Oberender was with us. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to, we're trying to relive that night. I hope that they have a goth night this time. We'll see what happens. But we'll it, see what is happens. that thing that that engagement that we're doing there, or it's at a different no, venue? No, that is at a different venue. Okay. So we are also doing. I know we're like not through announcements yet. This isn't an announcement. I said it last week, but we're doing the um we're ha we're doing a guest speaking arrangement. I guess you could call it a guest speaker appearance. Yeah. 
at uh, the Beatdown Brunch, which is also in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, at the Concourse. And there are going to be Bloody Mary. There's going to be a Bloody Mary bar there. Oh, really? Yeah. So chances are. I did not know that. Chances are you're going to catch me and Naveen hot off of three Bloody Marys. And uh, there's a Waffle Kitchen food truck. So come on down. It all sounds It's good a free me. event. And it's at 11.30 a.m. So I think it's on a Sunday, right, Harrison? You said that last week. So don't get too drunk on Saturday and roll out to the show, the morning show, go. where we're speaking. Uh, Jeff Meenig, who uh, I think he started Featured X. And then Holly Rainey of the Maker City are also speaking. Um, it's being put on by Beatdown King and Lizzie Livingston, who is our, a friend of ours. Uh, we're really excited to do it. I imagine it will be something like the podcast. Uh, I hope that we're like first. We're not like the headliner, are we? Uh, I think we might be second. <laughs> okay. Praying for second because I can handle here's that. Here's something people might not know. Being direct support is the the most carefree position That's you can be. That's a great be. position, man. I love being direct support. It's you don't like, have the yeah, you don't have the, the pressure of the headliner. You don't have the but pressure all of the, the crowd headliner. is there. Yep, and everyone has showed up. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh yeah, being direct support is kind of like the spot to be in the lineup. I wonder how I wish we could do a poll on Twitch about that. What's the best <laughs> spot in the lineup to be? Now I'm going poll crazy. I know, Cheney is poll crazy. <laughs> Don't take that out of context. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right. So we've gotten through uh, that stuff. So, yeah, you can come and see us talk. Hopefully we <clears throat> can be um, explicit at the, the speaking I think, engagement. I think so. You, you think it's a clean engagement? I don't think so. They're well, f- feeding everybody Bloody Marys. I mean. True. True. So it's free to get into. I think you just have to RSVP. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm out. really looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Some people, that's their worst nightmare, getting up on front of, in front of a bunch of people and talking. You know, I loved that class speech. You know, I loved giving a speech. Yeah. On Because in speech class in high school, you just got to talk about things that you cared about. Okay. I think that I did uh, a whole speech about the movie The Virgin Suicides and the soundtrack. Which really? is yeah, which is made by air. Yeah, turns out that's uh, a thing that Cheney and I connected on pretty early on. Is that we both love the band Air. That's true, and that is actually a band that I would really like to recommend. If you, I don't know if we've talked about Air in a while. Yeah, because I think we probably like phased it out just because we talk about them so much, or at least they're like yeah. one of the first bands that I bring up. Uh. I haven't phased out Soul Niger with it. It's not yet. metal. It's just. It's not metal at know, all. Space rock ish electronic. Yeah. Stuff. You know, when we saw Marissa Nadler like a week ago, I actually wanted to ask her if she listens to air because a lot of her brand new album, The Path of the Clouds, which is also a good album, sounds like air, but with vocals on it. Yeah. I was trying to get Chaney to like go up to Chaney likes Marissa Nadler quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I'm she's a, a fan of her. I'm she's a like a singer, fan. plays guitar, has a band. Really sick. <clears throat> but Chani was like, I was like, dude, go up there and try to get, try to see if she wants to hang out. No. And then Chani couldn't do it. She wouldn't do it. I was so scared. Yeah, I know. We like, even walked, we even <laughs> left the show and we were, it was like a Saturday or something. Yeah. Was it last Saturday? 
It was Sunday. It was last Sunday. Okay, last Sunday, and we're and we're like, well, we're gonna go have some beers anyway, you know. Yeah. And I was like, let's go back. Let's just talk to them. Let's see if they want to go do something. And we even went back, <laughs> and she was standing around out there. Well, she was. Cheney's too was, nervous to say anything. I'm, we left I a am, second time. I don't know if people know this about <laughs> me, but I'm really shy. Like, we here's one of my regrets in life. It's not like a regret, really, because it doesn't actually matter. But I do wish I would have gotten a picture with Fred Armisen. Yeah. Because we went to this... We got into... Fred Armisen has a drum comedy special on Netflix. Do you remember what it's called? Four Drummers Only. Four Drummers Only. And... Well, there's more to the story than that, though. Well, I was going to say that we got into it last minute because... Who was the dude playing? Um, What's his name? It's not... Tom Thomas Lang Thomas Lang so yeah. Thomas Lang was playing and our old next door neighbor Zach uh would like provide symbols he was like the local drum providing g- lesson guy like Zach no- drum rental kind of drum guy. rental he supplied drums for events like if there was a jazz show nearby he would bring the drums or whatever yeah so he I think you know Thomas he Lang's- needed some minor symbols so he Thomas Lang d- did. Yeah, so he said, oh, Naveen, you got, uh, you know, you play minor. Do, do you think I could borrow some minors? Thomas Lang is playing tonight. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. What do you need? And then I brought him over to his house, and I noticed that he had the pass on. And I was like, dude, is it a Fred Armisen show? And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's ha- happening tonight. He's like, he's doing this drummer thing. Yeah. And then, and then, so I was like, dude, can I go? <laughs> and then he got me and Chaney on the lift. So we drove up to San Francisco, which was like an hour and a half drive for us. Yeah. So we go into the show. Well, but we drank, we stopped for <clears throat> a drink first. Oh yeah. And that's what made us late. We were like, fuck it. We can get there a little late. Yeah. Right. We're like, what the fuck is this anyway? Yeah. Some stupid drummer show. Who, who knows what this is? Yeah. So we went and had a beer and then we went back and we walk in. We're like the last people to go in. And there's like full camera crew freaking their drum sets set up drum down sets the aisle all, and then i look at chani and i'm like dude i'm pretty sure we're in a netflix special right now <laughs> yeah because <laughs> there uh, were also like netflix <clears throat> you could there were it was netflix on the, logos their laminates too yeah so we walked in like a little late to a netflix taping but and so if you watch that on netflix we're in it and <laughs> there is a point when you can see both of us and you can hear my laugh. You can hear Naveen's laugh pretty audibly. And yeah, you can see both of us. Uh, but it was really funny. And it's funny if you're, I mean, I'm assuming that people watching our podcast have something to do with music. Like they're, yeah. they would get musical comedy. Um, so go check that out because it's fucking funny and you can see us. And you'll know that we walked in late, slightly drunk. Yeah. But one of my regrets is that after that show, there was a huge line of people to meet Fred Armisen. Same exact thing. And I'm a huge Fred Armisen fan. I, like, have watched Portlandia religiously in my life. He's, like, he's fucking hilarious. He's a really good writer and actor. And I didn't, I was too scared to go up to him and say anything. Yeah, because we walked, it was the same exact thing. We went down the street to have a beer and we walked back. And as we were walking back, I'm like, dude, he's right there. He's yeah. doing a meet and greet. Yeah. Why don't you go in and get and like say hi? Yep. <clears throat> nope. Didn't do wouldn't it. do it. Didn't do it. And it happened again at Marissa Another. I was gonna go up there and just do the blowing it. I would have cried. Thing. I might have broken up with you. Really? Yeah, that's embarrassing. That's like 
It's like, hey, my girlfriend really like you know loves you. No, because that uh, makes it way weirder. It's not weird though because then you don't want to hang out. Haven't you ever had someone do that to you at a show? Maybe I've had someone's girlfriend come up. Never been. I've always been like, oh my god, come and hang out with me, dude. Yeah, exactly. Let's have a beer together. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. So it would have been unless she had to like get up the next day or something. For the record, you can come. Like Naveen and I want to talk to you if you're at a show. Come up and say hello. That's actually really, really cool. That's what I'm saying. And if someone comes up to me and their girlfriend, because it's usually guys who like me, so it's usually the girlfriend who will come up and be like, <laughs> my boyfriend True. is embarrassed to say anything, but he wants to take a picture with you or something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, of course, whatever. I'm not going to be like, oh, how lame is that? You know? I, yeah, who would ever do that? Of course, you're right. But but you did you did hit I the merch table. Anxiety. You did hit the merch table and she was selling merch and you... You bought some shirts. Dropped a hunch at the merch table. Yeah. Bought some vinyl. So, and she was pretty stoked on that. So. Dude, she's one of my favorite singers of all time. Like, she doesn't miss. So, that was a really fun show. That was a really, like, I, it was a surreal experience because I've spent so much of my time listening to that music. What did you say? There's one song that she played that you're like, this song oh, reminds me of the house being cleaned. Yeah, I was like, oh, the house is getting cleaned right now. <laughs> this song means that the house is getting cleaned because <laughs> I always put it on. <laughs> exactly. And it's about to hit fall time. So, you know, I'm going to be playing Marissa Nadler like exponentially more. True. It's good fall music. Air is good fall music, too. Air is fantastic fall music. Well, I was going to say on the on the air tip. So air to me is highly influenced by like the Fantastic Planet soundtrack. So if you enjoy the Fantastic Planet soundtrack by Elaine Gruger, I think is how you say the name is, uh, then you will yeah. love Air. And if you don't know what that is, it's I've actually come to uh, find out that that kind of music is like a genre. Um, it's like French. It's this older French psychedelic rock kind of. Yeah. And there's a good mix of it on spotify called cosmic machine oh yeah wait is cosmic machine the vinyl yeah that you found Mm -hmm. well i okay so i was we went to a record store one time speaking of missed opportunities it was in portland we'll just talk about more missed opportunities that's the name of well we we have a name for the podcast from the beginning but yeah let's make good gifts let's make the best gifts but um, true. yeah i saw a vinyl that just looked really cool and i was like wow that looks awesome look at that thing it's cool looking and then it was really expensive though it was like 40 or 50 bucks it's like a double it might have been even been like a triple vinyl or something because it's yeah. like a huge compilation yeah and then i was like ah, and we already bought a bunch of vinyls so it was when we did the trip we took that little road trip yeah this was in our vinyl heyday yeah and i was like fuck it i'm not gonna get it and then i look it up online come to find out it's totally up my alley stuff that i love You've listened to it so many times. I've li- yeah, I've then. listened to it a bunch of times. So what is it called? <clears throat> the the what? The vinyl. It's called it's Cosmic, called Cosmic Machine, Machine, but it's an assortment of artists. Yeah, it's a compilation. It's a compilation. And it's all From the stuff 70s. like that. Yeah, it's like the 70s. A lot of it is French. It might all be French, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all French. I think it is. Yeah. But also, if you... Back to Fantastic Planet. If you haven't seen that movie, you need to see it. It's an animated movie from the 70s it's got an amazing soundtrack that pretty much is like one of the defining like my musical taste is very 
air, fantastic planet, French 70s stuff. Stuff. <clears throat> I love that kind of music. Like if I'm in a chill vibe, that's kind of what I'm trying to put on. Yeah, I agree. Or I if I don't know what to metal. put on. Have you noticed this? Because we were at a party the other night and I noticed that like people assume that all <laughs> I want to listen to is like crazy music. Yeah. But yeah. in reality, most of the time I don't listen to crazy music. I mean, I do listen to crazy music, but I listen to like the same shit that everyone else listens to like the weekend and other stuff yeah i don't just always listen to <clears throat> decapitated yeah it does happen to us I, like last weekend <clears throat> we went to a friend of ours neighbor their metal and uh yeah, metal. it seemed like there was this pressure <laughs> to like a, keep that's it a metal species of human they're metal <laughs> they're metal <laughs> it seemed like there was this pressure to like keep things metal and i'm like dude yeah you don't have to say anything to me about there's it. no pressure like, to keep fine. things metal also, another thing they did at this party was uh, jamming. Dude, I love that. You ever heard and of this I, stuff? Anybody out there jamming? It's I, weird. I want to steal the idea for parties we have, which, of course, they will be <coughs> also invited to. Yeah. But, like, we have a room. We have a studio. And it's such a cool idea to have a studio with, like, a bunch of instruments set up, cabs, and people can bring over their own shit, like a synth, a keyboard, or a guitar. And... It, there's a jam going all night. So Dude, it's so fun. I've played amazing. drums for like, I don't know, maybe an hour. Yeah. Like just ripping a jam for like a super long time with a bunch of people that I don't really know. Dude, it's well, so cool. Once, and people like change in and out of, <clears throat> of instruments and it's nothing too crazy. Like most people can keep up if you know anything about music. I, of course, did not jam because I'm shy, like I said yeah. before. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Even though it was... Uh, just some p- low key party. Doesn't nobody cares. You know, it doesn't matter. I was still like nervous. You feel like, a pressure, yeah. <laughs> dude. It's awesome though because anytime you walk past the jam room, you can just hear like a everyone's sick thing going. Yeah, and everyone's vibing and having fun, and that's just one aspect of the party. You can do that. You can go and yeah. hang out. You can eat from the bomb char- charcuterie board, yeah, which that was. We're gonna need to take some the charcuterie board. Chain. That we ate off of this weekend was legendary. Div- divine. Yeah, legendary status. Divine. Yeah. Like, I'm talking whole kitchen plethora of food. Dream charcuterie board. Charcuterie goals. And she said she had been doing it forever. She was like, yeah, I do this. I've done this at every party forever, but then they just started calling them charcuterie boards like five years ago. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Charcuterie before it was cool. Yeah. Fuck, it was so good. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But uh, we have a text here, a text question that I actually wanted to answer. <laughs> yeah, go to it. And right. I'm going to read it to you, Cheney. I noticed I haven't been clearing my throat as much in this episode, which That's is a, good a step forward. That's one giant leap for Cheney. This, um, <laughs> this question comes courtesy of David, and he is wondering if we could do a weekly recommended DM album to listen to. Okay. He's a DM fan, and he's interested in seeing which albums we think are cool. DM. Doom metal, death metal, dar- I'm assuming dark d- metal. Yeah, I'm assuming death metal. Drugs main? I don't know. We don't know what DM means. You got to spell it. <clears throat> We're assuming it's death metal. <laughs> okay, well, I'm assuming, let's say doom metal and death metal. 
I'm not huge into doom metal. I, I, it would be the same recommendation every week. Mm, me too. Who would your recommendation be this be, week? Be uh, Sleep Jerusalem, obviously. Oh. Well, I'm going... I was listening to a record. I'm going... Uh, I'll just go Paul Bear this week. I knew that's what you were going to say. I knew it. Well, I that's your only one. No, it's not. I have more. <laughs> I listen to a lot of other doom metal. All right, let's hear a couple extra other ones. <coughs> well, I was looking... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sleep. <laughs> Electric Wizard. <laughs> Electric Wizard. Uh, you know, I like Electric Wizard, but I don't like Electric Wizard as much as I like Paul Bear. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, like I said, I don't listen to very much Doom Metal. Black so, Sabbath. Not really my thing. Yeah, Doom yeah. Metal is, I like some Doom bands and some Doom is a little like beyond my, but I do enjoy, I don't know. Does that all? No, some bands don't really count, I don't think. What, as like Doom or whatever? Yeah. yeah I don't know. Uh, like I said, I wouldn't be the guy to me give the rules. To me, Drop your, send after me your you've heard Doom metal Sleep, record. Jerusalem, why would you listen to any other Doom? I mean, that's doomed out. Doomed out, that's true. So, but let's assume he meant death metal, <laughs> which he did. <laughs> and... um. At that party, uh, uh, oh, yeah. they had some someone's iPod on shuffle, mm-hmm. or iPhone, I guess it was, and um, Nile, Annihilation of the Wicked came on. Yeah, and it just blew <laughs> everyone's mind. Yeah, and me, we were like, oh my god, this is so sick. And that was actually an album that I used to listen to quite a bit, and um, man, did it rip, I'll tell you what. Yeah, it ripped. I'll tell you what, man. So this week, that's our... I'm going to give a bonus recommendation, recommendation, though, as well. What? Because another one that I used to jam quite a bit when I was younger is uh, Cephalic Carnage, Lucid Interval. Well, yeah, that's great. We were listening to that the other night. Yeah. And like Evan came over. Evski. We were hanging out with Leo Mills. Yeah, Leo Miller, the vocalist of Animosity, Mm -hmm. (coughs) was actually in town. And we had like, I guess that was kind of like a little reunion. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but we were uh, jamming some old death metal. And yeah, we were listening man, to Cephalic really holds up. Yeah, they hold up. You know who else I really liked? Well, this isn't death metal, but people should really listen to Lie by Mistake. Lie by Mistake. I played that too. Yeah, when Lie, that too. When Lie by Mistake went instrumental, they made a really fucking sick record named, what is it, Feeder? Fager. I'm not. I don't know how the fuck to pronounce it, but. Come on now. The guitarist's name, is his name Josh? Josh, yeah, I think that's his name. Josh is just a guitar player that people should know about. It's absolutely insane. He's such a sick guitar player. And I. Have you heard that, Harrison? You should should hear that. It's a really good, like. I think if it would have come out, like now, that people are so much more used to like instrumental stuff uh it might have like yeah it's just taken it's, off more it's a lot to deal with yeah it is that's true that's true <laughs> and it, yeah you're right cuz a lot of instrumental music that like isn't like that insane yeah that, like that a lot of instrumental off. is c- kind of going the way of a little more catchy yeah catchy pop and this is i guess it has moments that are catchy but Overall, I mean, it's, it's like a pretty shred tech. Fest. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty tech. I 
the bass player who was on that record, John Truesdale, was in a band with me called Systems before Entheos started. And that's like when I really got into that album. So I got into it after they were a band, but he was such a sick bass player and their guitar player was insane. Definitely worth checking out if you guys haven't checked that out. Which isn't Systems DM. or uh no, Live by Live by Mistake. It's probably worth checking out Systems too. That's uh Yeah, you <clears> produce <throat> really that. crazy. It's crazy. It's kind of like honestly it's guitar pro metal. Super guitar pro. Super guitar pro. <laughs> Just like so tech technical it's guitar really pro. crazy i've never it's heard crazy. anything like it there's cool stuff in it yeah. every time i listen to it i'm you know i'll listen to it maybe like once every two or three years it's like wow that's pretty off. pretty cool that's in th- uh the entheos roots that's right just cheney though not anybody else well i am the roots yeah um I am the roots should of we jump into some of them discord questions i think there is yeah, a couple in how there, far right? are we into the podcast 32 minutes. Well, r- dude, right on time. Yeah. That's what I said. We did the banter. Yeah, let's go. Here, I'll read it. We got the pre-show on Twitch. Then we got the podcast banter for about a half hour. Yeah, we got then the banter. Then we do questions. <coughs> Although, I think we should probably make the the DM band of the week or whatever. Yeah. A, a weekly segment. Yeah, we need to do that. And we also need like a little jingle. Uh, rigmarole. Yeah. We need a jingle. All right, do it. DM band of the week. There we go. I just made it. Okay. It's really easy. What if I could what if there was a plot twist in this whole time? That was our new album. I think you said that last week. I think I just stole your joke. Coming around and like mind blowing. (laughs) Well, it's not, so I'm really, really worried right now that Mark still has that link active and everyone listening (laughs) to the album. Fuck it if they, they are. Don't know what, they don't know which server it's on. It's hopefully. honestly, it's so. honestly one of those things where I'm ready to leak it. <laughs> like I'll I'm sending out, you know, I'm not doing that, but I'm ready to. Yeah, I'm prepared. It's taken so goddamn long. Yeah. But we're nearing in. Uh if we're you were the if line, you were so. in the, uh, our Twitch maybe like 3 weeks ago, then you know when our first single is coming out. You're not willing to re-drop. I'm not willing to re-drop it, but I was asking it. I was going to ask. Well, I'm not willing to drop. I don't want to drop any of the news. We'll tell you guys in a little bit. What are we going to talk about on the podcast if we don't have an album coming out soon? Because (laughs) that's all we ever talk about. We're like, yep, working on this (laughs) album here. Just uh, And then it comes out and it's just fucking awful. (laughs) And everyone's like, oh, (laughs) haha. This is what they, they were working uh, on the whole time. They did a good <laughs> job. Good job. It's like a lot of winky faces. <laughs> God. You know, that's the nightmare. That's not going to happen. Dr- that's when you're I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident that um, people are going to like it. <laughs> that's If good. you like the other albums, you're definitely going to like this one. Uh, yeah, I, I actually listened to some songs back to back today. I was listening. Yeah. To, I listened to Black Static back to back with the first single that we're putting yeah, out. It's better than and that. And I was like, yeah. Psh. So I mean, I mean, my vocals. It's just the in the mix. The mix. There's so much more clarity. The bass is just ripping, dude. Ripping bass. It's fucking ripping, and it's like thumping and clanking and progging, yeah. and we've got. We've also got <laughs> like we've been talking lately <clears throat> about we're doing something really cool. Uh, uh, what are we doing? That's cool. right before the Whitechapel show. We're doing something really cool. We just confirmed doing it today. 
Uh, you guys oh won't hear God. it until next year. This is like the local. You guys band won't thing, hear it until like next announcement year. Announcement, but I'm really coming excited. Soon. There's no announcement coming soon. No, the local band. Okay, the local it, band I mean, thing is announcement coming soon on at Facebook. Yeah. The pro band thing is start a podcast and, and then, then on the podcast it. announcement <laughs> coming soon. There we go. <laughs> Yo. Okay. So we are. Do we have another question? Or let's Someone roll said to our question. Discord questions. Harrison, what do you got for us? So we have a bunch of questions. Okay. You can either open up Discord and read them. I could read them. I think Harrison's reading. Yeah, Harrison's up. reading them, dude. Keep. He's getting Harrison, stage fright. Son, bald daughter. <laughs> bald daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you don't right. have to if you don't want to, but I Good. think it'd be funny. Uh, first question is, what DAW do you use for recording? Okay, I use Cubase 11 Pro. That's right. Well, is there a reason you use? <laughs> Should we talk about you, that? Yeah, right, we'll you used to it. use Ableton, and now you use Cubase. And I have to be honest: ever since you convinced me to switch from Ableton to Cubase, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing with Cubase. It's just yeah, it doesn't um, seem as user friendly. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just Could that be. I don't pay attention. Well, so I used, I started recording like a lot of people on Nuendo. So that was like a big thing back. New window? Uh, N-U-E-N-D-O. New window. Oh, okay. okay. But it essentially is Cubase. It's the same makers. Mm-hmm. So I did New window and then Cubase. Like when we did the Animals album, we were using Cubase. And then when I got big into making electronic music, I switched to Ableton because that's like really good for that. <clears throat> Which I started using Ableton. So then I was so deep in the electronic thing. And then we started the band. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to start making metal again. And I was already so familiar with Ableton that I just said, okay, I'll just make it in in Ableton. But making uh, acoustic music in Ableton is like really stupid. It's just just not smart. Why? It's dumb. Uh, Because there's (coughs) not tools. There's no tools. Okay. Like there's no scissor tool or anything like that. Oh right. So, well, which is cool. Yeah. It's like it's really minimal and. You, I thought you, there's, there's a blade. There's a blade in Ableton. There is no blade. You just put the cursor where you want, and then you hit Control E. Yeah, you're and it right. Splits it. Yeah, totally. Which is cool. Which I mean, that's a cool quickie. <clears throat> but then, um, okay, then after that, uh, Evan and Travis, who was playing guitar with us, they used Logic. So I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll use Logic as well so we can all be, like, in sync. Right. Stupid move. Logic sucks. I hate it. <clears throat> so after that, I decided I'm going to sync up with Zach Oren because we record together Harrison, a lot. Can I have another truly? So then I, <clears throat> our friend Dustin had given me Cubase 4. And uh, with it comes, like, a... Uh, a dongle, you know, a USB thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had Cubase 4, so I got to... I You can upgrade Cubase with any previous version. So, like, I got Cubase Pro with, like, all the, the best one you can get for, like, 150 bucks upgrade. Yeah. So that's what I'm on now. And you know what? I'm not going back to anything else because... Brian and I, the guy who's playing guitar with us now, one of the guys, he uses Logic, and we were talking about collaborating on some stuff, and he's, it seems like he's pretty not going off of Logic. 
What I will say is that when he switched our light show to <coughs> Logic, it bummed me out. It it fucked up our. Li- I mean, it didn't fuck well, up our light show, but we have a like, part of it was missing. Yeah, yeah, part of it was missing, and we have sw- like swiples, swiples with our lights. Yeah. What where where they will rotate sweep. it back and sweep back and forth, and those all got cut. Yeah, that was a oversight. That was an oversight. But uh, that, that's that was, here nor there. That was that's illogical. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's here nor there. That's not his. That's not no, logic's it's not. fault. It's not logic's fault. Yeah. It's Brian's for <laughs> <laughs> switching everything so, to logic. I entertained the idea of going back, and then I opened it up, and I was like, you know, this is not going to work. So I'm loving Cubase 11. It is the freaking Ooh, Amanda, bomb. yeah. It's got some features in there that I haven't found in any other doll. So there we go. That's what we're going to bang. Sorry, I was just shouting out Amanda July up in the chat. My girl in the chat. All right. The chat lines are open. The chat's hot. The chat's hot. All right, Harrison, what you got for us? What's the next question? All right. uh, I will say the last question was from Haunted One. uh, And this next one is from Narlo Slamtana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. uh, Narlo Slamtana. (laughs) That is the name. That's number one name that of the night. Is freaking <laughs> number amazing, one screen dude. name next to Bald Daughter. Harrison's yeah. new name. I <laughs> uh, said, "Yo, guys, been jamming the fuck out of Dark Future for the hundred thousandth time lately. Uh, almost forgot how much I love the guitar tone. Uh, I know we. C- uh, sorry, Harrison's <laughs> we getting Harrison's getting anxious. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but any comments on the gear used for that record? Hmm. Okay, it's kind of a cool question. That is a cool question. Um, let's think about that. We did. Uh, I think Travis reamps the guitars with Tim. <coughs> that was most likely an EVH. Yeah. Uh, cab mm-hmm. and head. Which one I couldn't tell you. And he uses a Jackson guitar for sure. Yeah. Um, the I mean I can speak more about the drums. The drums were so we did that album. Um. Excuse me. 100% acoustic drums. So it was kind of where I was at at the time. I was acoustic kick drum. That's what you get snare. with that's what happens with our band. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, you get You never <clears throat> know what kind of like midlife crisis we're going through. That's right. So I go through phases a lot. I'm a phase guy, obviously, if you know anything about me. I'm a phase but, guy. Uh the phase then was let's do everything acoustic because you don't really hear that very often. Yeah. So, yeah, we did, uh, like I said, whole thing all the way acoustic. So we had, uh, I used Tama drums, vinyl cymbals and stuff. Actually, I'm pretty sure I have a picture of the setup at that point. Yeah, you probably should, do. Just pull it up. I know we do from the album we just did. And then I also did no rack toms. That was a kind of a other little weird thing. <sighs> I know. Jesus Christ. Fucking just a nut, nut job. <laughs> why why did you I don't do know. that just, no rack toms where i was at man oh my god yeah that was an oversight no i'm sure it actually sounded pretty cool yeah right i, mean, I, think the drums I mean, came out really cool uh lately what i've been trying to talk naveen into is two kick drums are we yeah i don't think i can do that well i think <laughs> that it's honestly just not logical at this moment because we have a five by eight trailer yeah yeah it's not gonna work isn't that funny how that happens? Like, a lot of the gear and stuff that you take on tour is determined by whether or not you're sharing cabs or, you know, it's all... Because if, 
it were all up to me, like we would have two full stacks <laughs> for guitars and then two bass cabs. Everything would be perfectly symmetrical. Yeah. And then our banner mm. with your drum kit perfectly set there. I don't really know if double kick is our vibe. Yeah, I don't know if it's our vibe, I don't vibe, really man. think double kick is our vibe. I don't think it's our vibe. Uh, I've never done it, and I don't know if I can start now. Yeah, I don't think it's our vibe. One thing we are going to have to figure out is, like, if I'm bringing back two microphones. That's true. Because, you know, they're singing on the new record, and we're trying to figure out, like, what logically mm. live does it make more sense for me to have two microphones We'll just have to talk to the sound guy yeah. who's always doing sound for us and see if Hopefully we want Marsh. Like, a really reverbed delay channel. Yeah. We're going to have to figure that out, but uh, I can't even remember what the question was. What gear did we use on Dark Future? Oh, what gear did we use? Yeah, so, you know, you got the classic Tama drums, snare drum, nice and tight, crank it up. Ricky Avocado uh, said, what if Harrison just goes up on stage mid-set and gives you the effects mic when you need it? <laughs> I think that's a good idea. You know, we're we're just, we're getting Harrison in here slowly. Yeah. When we he's just dipping his toes. We haven't totally taken over his life. <laughs> yeah. We haven't taken over his life. But yeah. that actually is a really uh, good option that I might be exploring in the near future. We're all going to go to the show. You're going to go to the show tomorrow, right? Okay. Oh, well, you just yeah. gave him up. Yeah, we're all going to a show tomorrow. We're going to see, uh, or Volvo if Dinia. you listen to the podcast, it'll be today, but we're going to see Volvodinia and Signs of the Swarm and Upon a Burning Body at the end in Nashville. And I that's exciting. Make sure that we're getting into that one. <laughs> 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 do you need to get in, Harrison, or do you have a ticket? <laughs> Okay, I'll ask we'll to get all three of us in. Straight up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We're conspiring right now. That's fucking hilarious. Um, so what other effects? What did Evan use? Uh oh yeah. So Evan tracked bass on his own at home. I think he just He used his chair. I think he might have yeah. He I, used I guess a he used a really comfy chair and true. Uh, a Mac. You know what's kind of funny is I'm not really the biggest like gear person, to be honest. I Yeah. I just get um, something that's pretty good and make it work. You know so what? I, you I know? could be more into gear, but I'm, I'm just not. You know what is really good? Who has really good tone are our guitar players live. Yeah. <laughs> Brian James uh, has an XFX3 and he's dialing in like one of the sickest metal tones I've ever heard. Like he's really yeah. killing it. It sounds amazing. It sounds really fucking good. And I think that our la like our live guitar tone right now is like, kind of ripping because yeah. so brian i think we'll have brian on the podcast we uh, keep saying that we're gonna have both of them well you know on, what we should we do is do. do it right before the white chapel show yeah have them out that week and we have to have a first when the first single comes out we gotta have like an extravaganza yeah when the first Maybe single have comes like out. evan and mark and like just have a party that would be rad the first single or the album I think the first, every time a single comes out. Yeah, it'd be Fuck sick. It. We yeah. should, we're going to have to get Evan on this podcast. I think it comes out on a Tuesday, right? Don't singles I don't know. usually come out on Tuesdays? I don't know. Okay. I'll have to check the calendar on that yeah. one. Right. Uh, But yeah, it's coming out. It's coming sooner. Sooner than later. Sooner than later. Yep. And that's why we're stressed. <laughs> yeah. That's why Naveen's stressed. 
Because <laughs> of the music videos. Yeah. yeah. Being stressed. I like learn all this crap. Yeah. It's way hard. Yeah. So, uh, we have more questions. Is that, are we bone dry? Uh, we've got another one from Haunted One. Uh, what would be both of your dream concert to see? Concert to see? Yeah. Dream concert. Well, dream concert to see. Jesus. Uh, so we're talking about like if I'm about to die tomorrow, then the dream concert. <clears throat> I'm going Fleetwood Mac with Lindsey Buckingham from the 1970s, late 70s, maybe early 80s. I would like to see Tusk. Yeah. Uh, Air. Um, we saw Air. I would like to see him again, though, playing like only songs that I, a set list that I picked out. Okay. Uh, Soul Niger in full. Yeah, that would be. With vocals and drums. And this is the lineup. Uh, Fetus would probably open the show. Um, then Fleetwood Mac. I would like to see Nirvana. That would be cool. Also with Kurt Cobain. That would be cool. Um, that would be really cool. Who else would play? Marissa Nadler would definitely play. Um, and So you're putting together a fest. It sounds yeah, like. it's a festival. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Cheney. I would say, yeah. So Frederick Dordendahl. Cheney Palooza. Special Defects album. I mean, I'd have to see that. Are you kidding me? Also, my dream one. concert is any band that I enjoy. Uh, I would want Tool to play. a perfect. I'd rather have a perfect circle play. Uh, all of 13th Step. Front to back. I would go back and go to the 1979 Zappa in New York live uh, album. Yeah. I would go That'd to that sick. show. That would be sick. I would really like to go to that show. Would have liked that to That would go. be sick. Um, I would like to see Pink Floyd like in the day. Yeah, there's honestly a couple shows that I wouldn't mind going back and seeing Maybe again that Barrett. I've already been to. That too. What the show? Dying Fetus one that you were mentioned earlier. Yeah, I would go back to the Suffo show that we just Dude, saw. Dude, I was just going to say, that was one of my favorite shows I've ever been What's to. What's your favorite death metal show that you've ever been to? That Suffocation one was pretty high up there. But it was because also I was really drunk. So there's that. You know. But favorite death metal, it's going to be that one. It's going to be the time that we saw Dying Fetus at Summer Slaughter. Yeah. Remember they just ripped it? That's like why. Uh, one, that's one why of, we started Entheos. Yeah. I was like, we got to start a metal band, man. This is the madness. We actually went to <clears> Summer <throat> Slaughter that day because Evan was playing yeah. with the Faceless <laughs> and Chase was playing with Decrepit Birth. Yep. And uh, we saw the fetus set. Morbid Angel was supposed to headline and they like couldn't make it into, they couldn't make it in time. So fetus headlined and it was the sickest dying fetus set I've ever seen. I'll give you some more. I do want to <clears> see Gallagher with hair. I know. I'm trying to see that. That's the plot ultimate. That's like an M. Night Shyamalan yeah. plot twist. John Gallagher had hair the yeah. whole time. Long hair. The what? day we found that out, there were just shock waves going through our household. I couldn't get out of bed. Pappy was all like, yeah. Pappy couldn't walk anymore. I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah, it was, it was a lot to deal with. Yeah. Uh, so, we were t you asked me about favorite metal shows? Favorite death metal show okay, you've death ever metal been show. to. So, there's um, the original Dying Fetus show that I saw. I saw them on Destroy the Opposition Tour. That's crazy. That was really, I mean, that was like legendary. Many, I that's, was like 16. I wasn't even in Animosity yet. We were talking about that show before <clears throat> uh, the show. The pre -show. And it, there were like no people at that, right? There was few people. Because I remember. Nope, zero people. A lot of metalheads. A lot of metal. No, I don't know. There's probably heads. like, I don't know, between 30 to 50 maybe. Mm -hmm. 
And then uh, I saw them again. I've seen them uh, quite a few times, but I saw them again yeah, uh, on the album after that, and it was a really good show. That's sick. And then actually around that time, I saw, so Decrepit Birth was like one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. at the time, and I actually saw them at a house party. Wow, that's fucking sick. Yeah, and they like brought in like a pretty, like, they had a lot of PA speakers. I'm not going to say it was a good PA, but and they had the triggers all cranked up, and dude, it was like one of the most legendary shows. That's it was awesome. a house party. Everybody's all drunk and rowdy, pitting and stuff. It was fucking sick. It was actually a, uh, at Joel's house. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the name of that place? Thunderdome. Rest in peace, Thunderdome. Yeah. And uh, I went it to was a, show a New there. Year's party. I moved to Santa Cruz in time to go to a show at Thunderdome. It was no, it was at the old one. Oh. There, was a, there was another one. That okay. Was a one. Yeah. I think the there are shows that you named that are some of my favorites, but I saw Origin. In like 2006 or 2007 with Freight Train yeah. on vocals. And that show changed my fucking life. Like. Could see it. He was one of the, I mean, Jesus Christ. One of the best vocalists I've ever seen live. Just like the most punishing vocalist uh, I've ever seen. So sick. Uh, I, like our, actually, one of Animosity's early tours, our second tour was with Origin. And uh, it was that, it was the, with James on vocals. Yeah. And it was really sick. And they were like freaking, I mean, that was basically like getting to tour with my favorite band ever. Totally. Do you still listen to, do you listen to Origin still? Uh, I haven't jammed them in a while, but. That's worth jamming. At the yeah, it's definitely tomorrow, worth jamming. And uh, I really like uh, Echoes of Decimation. Like I liked it when it came out a lot. Mm-hmm. It but doesn't like have it John more. Longstreth on it, right. but it's really sick. Yeah. And James, the, the drummer's name was James on that one. He's also like really oh yeah James sick which uh John Longstreth one of the best DM drummers of all time if not like the best I the agree. legend John Longstreth I agree with that we still need to get him on the podcast uh, he would do it well I try I almost had him on one time but something happened uh, okay we were gonna have him on but you know we're both big fans so huge fans yeah he fucking rules um I'm trying to think other DM shows that were super like mind blowing to me. I mean, Dude, seeing so Fetus many. back in the day, seeing Cephalic Carnage was fucking sick. Oh, I there saw we them go. in yeah. Iowa City in maybe 2006 or seven. It was around the same time, and that was like such a good show. That was they something I brought up this weekend when we were hanging out. Yeah. Is uh, Animosity played a random show at a really small bar in Texas. Um, it was us, this band Kill the Client. And I remember Carnage. that band. Yeah. I remember them. And uh, it was a freaking sick show. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was the lineup that was on Lucid Interval. Right. And that was like a huge, it's weird. It, it lined up where every time I got really into an album or a band, like we got to tour with them or play with them or something. So I like saw a lot of the my favorite bands uh, it, during my favorite album of theirs. You know what's been cool with our band is that that's kind of happened to me with a few bands uh, that I like really listened to a lot back in the day. Black Dahlia. Touring with Black Dahlia was amazing. I fucking listen. I mean, that band, I like came up on that shit. Nocturnal and Miasma are two of my favorite metal records ever. It was awesome doing Dillinger's last tour. I was never... I had listened to Dillinger before that tour, but I like really got into them on that tour. That was pretty fucking awesome. 
And I, I honestly didn't really get that. This is going to sound like such a, I don't know, like whack guy to say, thing to say, but to people who are purists or whatever, but I honestly didn't really get into Dillinger that much until Miss Machine. No, I love that album. Yeah, and that album, I, I think, was like, whoa, I really like this. this what's the hit on Miss Machine? Um, is the machine half man uh, unretrified? There it is. It's unretrified. Dude, that was the... Yeah. That was a song that I heard like back when it came out. And I've always thought that song was, I love that about Dillinger. That's honestly something that something about Dillinger that I also aspire to do in a band is that Dillinger can have like hits yeah, and then yeah. they have super crazy, grindy, mathy songs that are like what, you know, just the craziest, most anxiety attack yeah. type music. And I love that dichotomy of a band because I don't think that you necessarily have to be 100% the band that is writing like pretty straightforward kind of like rock songs all the time. And right. I don't think you have to be the band that's crazy all the time. I love dynamics in a band. I love a band that can take you on a journey from like the beginning of an album to the end of an album. And that's something that I aspire to do personally. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, lo- I love that. And I like the other thing. T- I like the other thing too. When bands just kind of have their th- thing and they just do it. I do too. <laughs> like with death metal. Yeah, totally. Cause not every band is like a super, honestly, I don't want to hear. I mean, I would be interested to hear, but if fetus does like a, uh, like pop song, it's, you know, <laughs> it's a little like, out of, or if cannibal comes like? through yeah. with the pop song, it's a little out of left field. Well, you know, I would, I would actually argue that cannibal, does, does have a pretty song. diverse catalog of music. That's true. If you, you know, to the discerning ear. Yeah. Well, like they have, first of all, they have you know, From Skin to Liquid, which is um, like, it's to me, it's a progressive instrumental song. Yeah, that's it, true. It, I see what like you mean. Like alluvial and you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It sounds like From Skin to Liquid to me. Yeah. And so... That was a sick fucking show, actually. I saw Cannibal when I was kind of younger, and they opened with From Skin to Liquid. Yeah, that's fucking like sick. Freaking legend. I think we talked about that last week or the week before. How, I know, that, I did, I did how we that. were super yeah. inspired off of From Skin to Liquid to make yeah. like a sick <clears throat> intro. And we do have like an intro that we totally... That's true. I didn't do anything because I didn't write it. It has no vocals. Because yeah, back in the that. day, Fuck. back in the day... It was the shit to come out with an instrumental an intro. Yeah, yeah. banging intro. You had to have an intro. My band <laughs> yeah. from Citizen to Soldier, we had an intro and it was ripping. And we honestly, sometimes that was like the coolest part of band's sets. I know. Because I know. they were purposefully trying to make people mosh off of that. I know. So, you know who had one that was really sick is uh, Reflux. Oh, really? I'd be interested to hear that. They had a crazy ass intro. Really? It was like really... And I remember when they wrote it because we played with them a bunch and then they came... We played with them again, and they just played this like off the wall intro. It was yeah, like, kind of hell sweeping and like had breakdowns in it and stuff. And, right, and we were like, "Damn, that's, that's a fucking crazy ass intro, dude." That's sick. Someone in uh, Twitch says that they want to hear us. Embronicus the Almighty. Oh, Embronicus the Almighty says I want to hear y'all cover Scourge of Iron, something fierce. <laughs> we do <laughs> want to do that. We actually Shane and I have a lot of good covers that we need to do. Scourge of Iron of is like the next one I want to do. Yeah. We also don't want to do a bunch of covers. We kind of want to bust them out, like, you know, when it's special. Well, I think we've only done one, and we didn't even do the whole song. And Yeah, we did. Well, we've done two, because we did 
That we did Chelsea. What we yeah. did Chelsea Wolf and Hedonia. Yeah. Again, that wasn't the whole song. We just did, that wasn't we, the whole. We're probably song. never going to do a, a whole it was just cover a part. Yeah, we're going to do like one minute of it. Unless we can get Metal Blade to let us do officially do it. Yeah, yeah that would be sick. <laughs> that would be pretty sick. But yeah, Scourge of Iron's definitely on the list. That actually like, would be really that. sick if we put out a cover album of stuff like that. The of like a diverse catalog like that. I mean, BT Bam's down. cover album was sick. Yeah, I'd want to. If I was going to do it as an actual album, We'd I think I would. It. Yeah, I would do renditions and kind of do them in my own way. Yeah. And also, actually, I th- Depeche Mode would also be in my concert. My Chaney Palooza. Chaney Palooza typo. sounds pretty sick. Typo yeah. would be in Chaney Palooza. Paul Bear would be in Typo and Chaney Palooza. Chelsea Wolf. Uh, so this is every band you like. Boris. <laughs> uh, Fever Ray. Every band I like. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's my dream concert. Yeah. My dream concert is to have a week dedicated to every one of my favorite bands only playing the songs that I want them to play. Okay. And nothing else. <clears throat> that's That sounds like a good idea. I would go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, dude, I have really, I have an impeccable music taste. Okay, so I was thinking of, uh, boring, speaking of covers, so we were listening to Destroy the Opposition. Yeah. And the first riff's like, dan, 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 right? Yeah. So I was thinking it would be really funny to do a rendition of the Copper Crab theme song, but it goes like that. So it's like, That'd be amazing. Like, do it in the style of... Uh, well, I, see, I don't know song titles really. I know that it's called like "Opium of the Masses." I think oh, what just the song's called, but anyway, it is opiate. It's something. It's opiate. It's something opiate. And then like that's in for anyway. I don't know. Yeah, because the other night I got called out. Like I was wearing that putridity shirt. Oh yeah, well, and the I guy's actually... like, "Oh, it's here. Name me three songs from that band." You know, and I was like, "I can name a couple," and I'm like, "I don't really know song titles." Well, though. I all, I wanted I, to bring this up actually because. People ha- have this, um, there's a joke you that like really if, a, if a woman <laughs> is wearing a, yeah. a metal shirt that a man will be like, name three songs from that band. No one has ever done that to me in my life. If they see me with a, a band shirt on, they just start they're talking like, to me about yeah. albums. And maybe it's because they know about that and they're like trying to avoid it. But uh, I literally witnessed a guy the other night ask you to name three songs from I was just like, the band you know what, on man? your shirt. I named a couple songs and I'm like, I can assure you that I do like the band. Like, yeah. it's not just to be cool. Right. Yeah. You know? Because, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, I don't even know if I could name like three songs. Like, like Origin, I, I'd have to, or, or oh, we were listening to that Cephalic. Yeah. And if they were like, quick, let's go three songs. I, I mean, it would take me a minute. Like, there's Lucid Interval, that's a song. I can't. I don't know. Cephalic. I don't know any, and I've listened to that album countless I times. I think it's because I know I could with air metal, drum the whole album. with metal, more often than not, I listen to the entire album. Yeah, me too. Like I'm I don't not... really go to songs on metal albums. I like to no. listen to the whole thing. It's I, weird. I don't. That's I a don't. weird compulsion. So I really don't know. So anyway, it bummed me out. It bummed me out because I had to be like, I can assure you, dude, I like this band. Trust me. Yeah. Right. 
I like the fucking band. I'm not wearing a putridity shirt yeah, I because know. I just came across it one day. And then I was like, Jesus dude, Christ. you know this band? And he was like, yeah, I, I, he saw them apparently. Apparently they, they played here like before we moved here. Well, you know what? I don't believe him. Why doesn't he name three songs by them? I should have said, well, let's, let's go. He should name songs. three members. He saw them live. Name three members of the band. I know. Remember name Brutal Dave. Member. Brutal Dave. He follows me on Instagram. Boom. What about that? That guy. You should have asked him. I should have been like, dude, Brutal Dave follows me on Instagram. So trust me, I can, I have the authority to wear How this shirt. How about this motherfucker? <laughs> I listen, I wear whatever the fuck I want, whether or not I know the goddamn name or not. No, in hindsight, uh, the <laughs> move that I wish I had done is just been like, you know what? Song titles really aren't my thing. And uh, I can, <laughs> I listen to this band. Trust me. Don't worry about it. I've thought about that like several times in the last week about how that guy asked you. I know. Why were we even there? Why were we even Because I was like, bar? man, I've just been made to be a poser after like listening to metal my whole life. <laughs> it sucks. Are you a poser? P-O-S-E-R or P-O-S-E-U-R? That's a fancy poser. I don't know. <laughs> But I am, in fact, a poser, apparently. True. True. Is there another question, Harrison? Oh, there's a Harrison question. There's a, oh, oh well, there's right. a, let's go. People are name, asking Harrison questions already. Can you name three Minel songs? Oh. Oh, can you name Actually, three Minel songs? Actually, I can name three Minel songs because I sold Minel three songs. Damn, what are their names? One is, I just made them up, like, on the spot. Melodic yeah. is one of them. Heavy is another one. And I can't even name my See, own look, song. See, look, that's what I was okay, thinking. Melodic, heavy, and uh, there's one more. I was just thinking but those are I actually, can't even name all of my own I'm glad songs. you brought that up because uh, this is a thing. Minel has tracks for people to play to on their website. Yeah. With no drums on them. Right. And three of them are my songs, which I did, in fact, give to Minel. They own the songs. That's super cool. Melodic, do you heavy, think you, Do you and, think you got enough money to, for them to own your material? Um, Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm going to buy it back. but <laughs> I'm going to buy that shit back and make my own money. Well, no, one of the songs you really liked and you were like, dude, we should have oh, used that. Oh, I was that. pissed. I yeah. know when I heard it. Well, can we just use it? Can we just rip off your song? Now we're ripping off songs that you're giving to people. Heavy, we really need to rip melodic, ourselves off. And I, okay, so this is a testament to how I don't know song titles. I don't even know this, the title to my own song that I wrote for Minel. So, right. I mean, am I a poser with my own music now? Yeah, dude. You're... I don't even think that's possible. <laughs> Poseception. Yeah. That's what you've done. Uh, I can remember most of the things probably. I don't remember some song names that I've made. Yeah, how can I remember just, all yeah, of that? I definitely don't remember names from like bands that I was in back in the day. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. I, I know, don't know the name of our album. You know album what I do know? Album. album titles. I know album titles. What is it? Of which? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's the Putridity album title? It's a uh, Ig. Okay, so I, I just don't know how to say this word, but it's like Ignomamus oh. Atonement. Oh, speaking of Ignominous. Ignominous, I think is the word. All right, atonement. so everyone That's go check out Ignanimous Atonement <laughs> by Futurity. I mean, the album is sick. Ignanimous Atonement. I'm sure it's the top one. It's a sick one. So uh, I was going to ask you because this week, for the first time, you tracked a band in your studio. I did do that. That's a yeah. huge accomplishment. I know that, that is true. Uh, That's a amazing. drummer came through. Well, well explain because... So people should know we bought a house that had like two unfinished rooms, essentially. 
Kind of like a whole unfinished wing. Well, we ripped them all apart. We yeah. took everything out of it and demoed it. And then we built a studio in the back of the house. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's funny is I didn't even put out there, hey, I want to record some bands because I didn't really think of that yet. I don't, I don't really think of the studio as being at that level yet. It's or for other totally... people, really. Yeah. Like, I only kind of think of it as being the studio that we do all of our stuff in. Right. But somebody uh, messaged me and said, hey, we want to record a couple of drum tracks at your studio that you're always posting at. Like, can we do that? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And I hooked them up, super cheap, just did it for fun. Um, it was a learning experience because I was like, okay, there's a bunch of stuff I need to get. One, being like a little headphone mixer for the drummer. Duh. Yeah. So um, I think I'm down to, uh, oddly enough, after they messaged me, I've got a few other people who have just hit me up wanting yeah. to record here. So I might be taking on recording sessions here. Yeah, that would be cool. So uh, if you want to do that, you hit me up. The we'll name of their band was Plagueis. So they're they're, cool. f- they're from Nashville. They were cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they've put anything out yet. But no. but the drums sounded look out for that. Um, good. They sounded like my Instagram videos too. So. Yeah. Because oh, he literally just... I was like, you guys could use my shit too, you know? And the guy, the kid just came in and literally just sat down at my kit and recorded the songs. So it yeah. was, I would prefer, I was a little bit concerned about the session because I was like, man, he's going to like rearrange everything and it's going to take me forever to put back. But the guy just played it as is. It was yeah. great. Yeah, it seemed Wonderful. like. They did three songs. It seemed like he got it done really fast. Yeah, we did it in a few <laughs> hours. It was awesome. Yeah, so are you confident with how the drums sounded? Yeah, they sound totally great. Uh, the only thing, like I said, a little logistics, like uh, the talkback system is shot. I need to figure that out. I need to get... Just the, the headphone monitoring situation is bad. Yeah. And uh, hmm, there was another thing I thought of. Uh, I'm kind of like maxed out on inputs. I need more inputs in the studio. So. Yeah, there's like no- anyway, there's just like logistic stuff that I need to figure out if totally. I'm gonna really open it up and add. But what's great about it is I'm not advertising. Hey, everybody, you got to come record with me. So if somebody comes here and records with me, and they're like, "Oh, Naveen, you're like a little more janky than I thought." It's like, well, you wanted to record here. You know, yeah. it's not my fault. It's your bad. Yeah, it's their bad. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in the Twitch tr- chat right now. And I am looking at questions. Someone mentioned Despised Icon. Uh, Despised Icon covers and do some reads. That's funny. Uh, Ills of Modern Man. <clears throat> I always cite Alex Arian as being uh, one of my initial vocal inspirations. Actually, Ills of Modern Man is one of my favorite metal records. And what that band really inspired me to do because they have two vocalists. So I was like, I want to like be able to do what both of the vocalists can do like that was really a band that inspired me to like expand my range and be able to do uh, do things in different registers and not be like kind of a monotonous uh metal vocalist because I wanted to be able to I didn't want to be in a band with another vocalist but now but now I'm like that trying sounds to like a nightmare <laughs> Two vocalists just not loading oh in. My God. Two just vocalists and two guitar van. players. The four worst sitting people on the, the planet. Sitting in the van, not loading in. Yeah, you're horrible. Yeah, and I, 
Yeah, the healing process. And what's amazing is that initially Alex Arian was the drummer of Despised Icon, and there there was um. Oh yeah. They I had a lady named Marie something i can't remember her name on vocals and she came back and did vocals with i think they had two vocalists before yeah okay so her and steve i think is the other vocalist name in despised icon so she came back and did some songs like despised icon did this like montreal something dvd and she came back and did some guest vocals with steve and alex did drums and it was fucking dope as fuck wait so the singer couldn't rip drums still yeah Dude, he's sick rips. with like can do all that stuff those blast could, beats and everything he could then yeah wow that's amazing ripping I'm impressed but yeah that was sick as fuck uh despised icon ills a modern man <coughs> uh is ambronicus is there anywhere to listen to cheney's old iowa band from citizen to soldier can't find it anywhere myspace.com dude yeah william just answered and said soundcloud there are only two songs so yeah i only actually tracked two songs with that band and funnily enough which i didn't even think of funnily Funnily. There were two vocalists in Despised Icon, or in, not Despised Icon. There were two vocalists in From Citizen to Soldier who I replaced. Just <laughs> one Cheney. One Cheney. Yeah, she was in the background. So you got your, your wish I got true. my wish yeah, pretty wish early on true. in my career. You're like, wow, I replaced two vocalists. There we go. Yeah. So, uh, and I remember, like, with, with From Citizen, I would, like. She wants food. That's there are a ton like. of demos out there that have my handwriting on them and actually one of my friends just sent me one a month or two ago had it yeah had it from way back in the day it's an ep with those two songs on it i think one is called hypocriticizer and the other is called i don't yeah, know I, remember that. I actually checked after we met i checked out your guys band on myspace and you're like damn this this girl can do gutturals i don't even know what i was doing back then but i'm assuming the vocals were pretty good because I I watched you guys play and I was like, yeah, we, I didn't get like any cringe vibes. That's good. Yeah, I was like, well, Naveen and sick. I met um, from Citizen was opening for Animals, which really weird pairing, uh, weird combo. But actually, two days before that, we opened for Despised Icon. There you go. That's just wrapping up the whole chat. Yep. The whole Twitch chat. Bringing it all back. That's a what you call a good old fashioned. Is there? Loop, are we out of Discord? Around. Call, co- comments we have a ton of questions though. all right let's do Are some more serious? Fuck it, let's down. do some more fuck dude okay. we're keeping we harrison questions. here we'll all keep, night we'll keep going all right uh we've got one from good old jake scrap pile okay uh if you could interview any musician in history on the podcast who would it be whoa any musician for zappa right. frank zappa i know that's what i was thinking obviously yeah that was the first one that 100 percent yeah i mean we wouldn't even have to interview him he would just talk yeah, but uh, I, just, I I feel like we would just not be worthy, you know? It's okay. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It's okay. That's her new thing, man. We started Shiva, giving her freaking... cries all the time. Okay, so we started giving her this food that she really likes, and now it's like when you... She just meows all the time now for the food. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a crackhead. It is Seriously, literally... Seriously, it's like a crackhead. ...living with a heroin addict. <laughs> but it's she's our problematic, cat. dude. She cries, she meows all the time unless she's outside for like five minutes. And we let her outside all day for the record. She, she doesn't want to go outside. Food. It's just, she's, she's got a lot of weird food. stuff going on. She's man. addicted to food. 
So yeah, we have a Discord now, which is where Harrison's reading all the questions from. Harrison is the producer of our podcast. He's been on the ep- the <laughs> show for two weeks in a row. He came back. So is there another question? He's on Harrison? He gets the equal salary as us. He's getting an equal salary as us. Which is not. We're cutting him in. <laughs> One third. Zero bucks. <laughs> no, that's actually not true. We did, We have been getting money off of Twitch now. Damn. Yeah, that's so, so cool. So if you guys want to give us money, go yeah. to Twitch. And there is a donation button too. There the is way. a donation button. And Naveen stayed up until 4 a.m. last week working really hard on that those Twitch things. But only after Harrison showed us what to do and yeah, set everything up so it that all, it was easy Okay, so here's the thing about Twitch. There's lingo that's a little bit different. So those are called panels. What? No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Oh that's what I, I had to Google Twitch panels, and that's what came up. And I was like, okay, uh, okay. I got to make some of those. See, we're learning. <laughs> and, then there's, and then if you if you do subscribe or donate or whatever, do anything with the, interact with the channel, Yeah. you get an alert and you get your name up on the screen. Oh, that's awesome. So Super cool. Little incentive for you guys. All right, Harrison, throw us <laughs> another question, All right. bro. Uh, this one is from Narlo Slamtana again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to have to limit everyone. One per podcast. <laughs> one thing. All right, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. I like Narlo. Narlo Slamtana has the best name of the night. Yeah, sure. I just like saying his name. Yeah. Uh, Naveen, since you had a big hand in the electronics programming for Entheos, uh, I have a two-parter. Have oh you ever boy. listened to Mum? With like a little uh, accent on it. Okay. And then uh, some of your electronic leads in Dark Future remind me of them. Uh, also, did you have any part in programming the electronics in Animals Weightless? Uh, okay. Yeah. So I did, in fact, do the Animals Weightless uh, since. I also did the Joy of Motion, too. Yeah, <clears throat> so even though I wasn't in the band, I uh, they still asked me to do the work on the synths, and I did that. Um, I'm in a huge anti-synth phase right now, mm-hmm. so I don't spend, I spend zero time doing it right now. Uh, on the new album, I did very minimal synth and I did a lot of the layering with just guitar. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, the, as far as mum goes, I've never heard them, <coughs> but we are probably influenced by similar stuff. That's why it sounds similar. Yeah. Yeah. On so the- that's where I'm at with that. But I, I, I want to do a synth thing again, but right now uh, I'm kind of in this phase where I'm like metal should sound like metal and not have synths in it. So that's where I'm at. Well, I don't, it's not that it shouldn't have synths in it, but what I do enjoy is that, and that that's also not to say that there aren't layers on our album yeah, because I, there are a yeah. lot of layers on our album, but it's all made with guitar. And I think that really where we were going with that is that we're kind of, we want things to be able to be replicated by a band. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be so reliant on like a track. And I think sometimes when you go a little too much with the synths, they can be distracting too. So there is layers a lot and there are synths for sure, but they're more, it's the type of thing where you would only really notice it if it wasn't there. Yeah, totally. There are parts that yeah are definitely like that. And I mean, you know, there's always like, noise and cool like sound stuff going on in our albums and you know you guys will know soon all this what's going on yeah i just wanted to do it in a way that's like less uh it's more of a background not as and it's more sleek yeah more slick it's way more sleek and slick and it's not yeah i think that in the past like our some of our synths have even borderlined on zany well i think 
uh, um, I think it's definitely cool what we did, but I was coming straight at animals, and I think the type of synths that work great for animals don't necessarily work great for us because we have a vocalist. So sometimes I feel like I might have gone a little overboard, and it was competing with the vocals. Right, yeah. So if it's an instrumental band, you can go a little more over the top and have more zany synths that are like all glitchy and crazy. Right. And it sounds really cool, but... Um, I just think I'm trying to get better about things sounding more as a whole together. Yeah, like that was a huge focus of us on our upcoming record uh, focus for us is that we do, there's a vocalist in our band and I'm the vocalist. And sometimes it's hard to write parts over things that sound like they would be like done by an instrumental band. Yeah, there's like, okay, the drums are super crazy, then the bass is super crazy, then the yeah. riff's pretty crazy too. And then there's a crazy synth on top of that. It's yeah. like, well, sometimes shit, there are man. too many cooks in the kitchen, and yeah. it's like, you, you're, that's what's good about a band is that you're playing to the strengths of the band. And the band can go apart on solo albums. You know, everyone in our band has, you and Evan both have solo albums, and they're way zanier and way more like instrumental. However, when we come together, there has to be a nice balance between all of the things. Otherwise, it's not quite a band. Yeah. So, so that's what we've been trying That's to do something there. that we care a Even lot about. Even though he didn't ask about that at all. Yeah. Just, well, what's that's that called? Trojan horse? Is that what that is? That's what we do. We take the Trojan yeah. horse Just of... Yeah. Plow into there. It's my yeah. favorite thing to do. Is there more questions? Uh, yeah, we got a, a few more. All right. Cool. Let's keep going. Fuck it. Are we going to try the call thing? Is anybody wait in the lobby? We have one guy who's been waiting since the pre-show. All right. Let's put him on. Oh, geez. He's waiting? Uh, I'm going to ask another question and ping him, make sure he's still actually there. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, but Rob McCambridge asks, uh, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Hmm. Okay. Well, obviously for me, it's, I have two and they're very mainstream and it's JFK and nine 11. Okay. Well then there's also, a, I have a conspiracy. There is a conspiracy. So there's this documentary on Netflix. That's about Johnny gosh. And Johnny Gosh is a, a little boy who was kidnapped from West Des Moines, where I'm from, back in the early 80s, I believe. Uh, and then two years later, there was a kid named Eugene. I can't remember his last name, but he was also kidnapped from the same area in West Des Moines. And they were both doing paper routes early in the morning. And uh, so they were both kidnapped. No bodies ever found. And the conspiracy here is that they were kidnapped for some sort of sex trafficking ring that's going on like underground in America. And there is some proof if you watch the documentary that goes along with that. And Johnny Gosh's mom has has been like kind of, uh, you know, labeled as kind of a, a, a like kook, I guess, like someone who's crazy and by people. But she tells a story that Johnny came back to her when he was a little bit older and like knocked on the kitchen door. Wait, he did. Oh, he came back. That's what she says. Okay. That he came back and knocked on the kitchen door and told her to stop looking for him and that he was okay. And then he left again. So that's a conspiracy that I find really, really interesting. And, uh, that he didn't come back. That's the conspiracy. No, the conspiracy is that he was kidnapped as a part of this trafficking ring that exists. And there, if you watch the documentary, there is some proof behind it. 
Uh, but it's a conspiracy that exists. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm that it's like to really serve politicians and like, okay. like higher I'm not really ups. big on conspiracy theories. Uh, when I hear them, though, I'm interested to hear them. Yeah. It's cool. I, I don't mind it. We have a friend who's kind of like way into conspiracy theories. And uh, I mean, you know, after a while, I'm kind of like, all right, yeah, I, I, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's but like, for right, me enough. personally, I don't know. I don't. I don't spend any time on conspiracies, but I'm sure I could get down with them all. Yeah, I don't think either of us really spend. Well, time I, I on wouldn't it, say I would get down with them, but I will. Me. I will hear people out. I'm fine hearing people out. Yeah. No, no, doesn't it doesn't offend me right. at all in any way. Right. Is the person still there? Yeah. Oh, hold. Are go. you serious? Yep. Who is it? Jason Sukov. All right, caller. Uh, his name is Unactive Member. I'm gonna add him in now. Unactive member. Unactive member. It's got to be someone who's gonna. Okay, trick caller, us. you're my first. You're our first call. All right, hey man, you're up. Oh. Oh, we got our first caller. How do I sound? Pretty good. Can you hear us? Yeah, I got you. This is pretty. It clean. sounds like crystal clear. Yeah, I thought it was pretty Harrison clean. talking at first. Yeah, I have a pretty nice setup at home. I have like a an SMB at home. Okay. Whose voice is That's this? I feel like I ours. know this voice. Do I know your voice? <laughs> uh, well, we've met at a show in uh, on the uh, Tech Track tour. Okay, where? <laughs> where? Uh, this is pretty cool. This could be something cool. I don't know. This is cool. <laughs> I know this is pretty cool. Was, this is crazy. Um, uh, the Crowfoot, I think, and Hamtramck. Oh, oh, wait, no. Okay, it's not the Crowfoot. What's it called? Uh. Fuck! I it's named by my friend, or it's owned by my friend Max, though, who I know, oh. f- who I know from uh, the sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So the the funny story about that spot is that I've known Max Lang since I was like seventeen or eighteen years old. He was a member of my first band, Prevail in the Hell of Gunfire, before I was a member. And you know, he was also in this band called Sender Receiver, but he went on to. Dude, I'm pretty sure oh, I the saw sanctuary that band. in Detroit. Did they ever go on tour? Yeah, they toured a lot. They were like yeah. the band that made it out. Uh, did they have like fluorescent lights behind them? Maybe. I might have seen that band. They, I could Animosity see that. At a house I, show. They were a grind band. Okay. Anyway, caller, what's your question? <laughs> <laughs> caller. Well, I got a bunch, so I was gonna give okay. me a suggestion for a band if you've okay. heard of them. All right, let's go. And I. I got her to figure out how to pronounce it if this is right, but I'll I'll try it. Like Thray Kill. So I I yeah. oh dude, I really Naveen like that loves. Guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so he has a song with Ron Jarzenbeck. That's how I found out about him, and uh, yeah. it's seriously one of the best songs I've ever heard. I mean, it is freaking insane. Is it off one of the EPs, or is it off the album? So it's like a standalone up. song, and it's it's called oh, okay. Zombie Kill. So it's uh. I guess Damn. a play on words somewhere like like that's the one uh, that's like one of their tracks I haven't listened to. I've seen it. I've seen <laughs> it in like the the other albums. There, dude, you must listen to that. Yeah, you song. have to listen to it. Do, do you like Ron? Do, do you like Ron Jarzenbeck? I don't actually recognize. Okay, him. Oh, he's like a guitar player. Uh, really, he's, really, he's insane. a guitar god. Yeah, he's a lord. is what he is. Blot- what are the projects? A blotted science. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. I just didn't know him by name. Yeah, yeah dude, okay. he's amazing. If you like. But honestly, that Thrykill, him and the uh, West. West Thrykill together are like, they just... They, yeah, it blew uh, me away the first dude, time I found it. So I, just, I saw the Blue Album on uh, 
Bandcamp and uh, yeah, I, I saw it like two years ago. Just popped yeah. up randomly. It's, um, okay, so that's it. so Wes has a solo album. Is that what you're saying? I He's need, got a bunch of albums. I should listen yeah. to those. Yeah, I bet I would like them. Um, yeah, I was gonna say something. Or okay, here's what I was gonna say: is that you learned a part of that I dry did. kill. Yeah. Jarzombek song on guitar and you posted it on your Instagram. Dude, I bought the tabs <laughs> for that song for five bucks. Yeah. Straight up. And I bought after I downloaded it, I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to learn this, but this is really sick. <laughs> <laughs> I, Chaney, I had one other I had a question for Chaney too. Okay. Yeah, what's up? So this is like a possible vocal injury related question. I've uh I've sent in questions before because I'm like I want to be vocalist, but not in any bands or anything. Mm -hmm. But I had a weird thing happen over the weekend where I don't know if it was like an actual vocal injury or if it was like something burning my mouth. But <laughs> have you ever had your uvula swell up at the back of your throat? Uh, I mean, not not that I've noticed, but potentially. Is that the little dangly thing? Yeah, the dangly yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, the, the punching bag. Yeah, Maybe, okay. honestly, like if I get sick, that will become affected. And dude, when that happens... Like that area of my throat will really swell up, but not, I don't, I've never noticed that just by itself in particular, but it always mm -hmm. affects my high range. It immediately affects my highs. Interesting. Yeah. It was, it was the first, I've been like screaming for a while, not in any bands, like I said, but like to the point where I know that I'm not doing it improperly because I don't blow out my voice mm -hmm. or, or whatever. But right. um, it was to the point where it was so swelled up that it like felt like, had food stuck in my throat it was Whoa. super weird so you don't uh, so you didn't notice anything that happened to make that not that night except i sounded like shit <laughs> yeah that's really weird i i could tell that i was not sounding good and mind you this is just like a garage party you know just on the mic doing karaoke well, of but course like, but no matter what it's like you're gonna dude i understand that might be the problem no you're matter drunk what, and just that anxiety. going for it yeah was that how, yeah that it could have it could have been that i just like was just going hog wild no technique and just yeah, who knows? Or uh, I, like my like the doctor said, like maybe I burnt it by eating something hot, and I was like, it's possible I had pizza that night. So you know. oh, oh shit, okay. you so know that's. Know. <laughs> but I've just I, I get so like if I have any kind of sinus infection or anything, like I said, my my highs are the first thing to go. So I become a lot more monotonous as a vocalist, and I get so like. Even though I know that I don't think people would care that much, I like have vocal anxiety and one time evan literally in a van i was gonna skip a show that we were doing on a tour with black dahlia and i was like i i'm not playing this show i sound like fucking garbage and evan had like this huge pep talk with me in the van he's like dude if you went to see a vocalist that you loved and they were sick and skipped the show would you rather see him play the show and sound like shit or just not play the show at all and i was like i would rather see them just go out there and play the show and sound like utter garbage so that has always inspired me and i've never want i understand why people skip shows sometimes it can be like harmful to your vocals but i've never skipped a show because of that speech by evan brewer there you go thanks for calling brother yeah thank you man what was your yeah, name man, thanks for having me on my name's kyle Hell yeah, right. Kyle. Shout well, out. Thank you for being the Kyle. first. I mean, first Kyle. The, the first, first caller. The first Kyler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks right, for man. having me on, guys. Talk okay, to you later. Man, much love. Thank you. See ya. Wow. Okay, so we have a...
amazing new feature of the podcast. And it, so- <laughs> it sounds so crystal clear. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. Wow. Awesome. Well, he broke the ice. So, yeah. so we can do live calls from now on. Uh, I think we're like nearing a long podcast, right? Yeah. I think we're going to go ahead and take it on over to the after party. Oh, I wanted to answer one more question because it was in Twitch. Uh, so not a drunk said, how did you guys meet Evan Brewer? Uh, so like I was saying earlier, um, animosity, my old band, we used to play with reflux a lot. And the first which, which time is Evan's old band, yeah. Evan was in a band with Tosin Abasi and Ash Avildsen yeah. who owns Sumerian. So the first time I met Tosin and Evan, we random, I don't know if it was random or not, but we played a show with reflux in Texas together. Like we were on some little shitty run or whatever. And our shows merged. And we played, uh, it was in San Antonio. Wow. And uh, <coughs> we met, I met, yeah, I saw Reflex, I saw Tosin play for the first time, and Evan, and I was like, oh my God, these guys are completely insane. Yeah. And then um, I became friends with both of them. I got their phone numbers and stuff. And uh, I remember, yeah, like the first thing, we went up to Evan and we're like, hey, what's up, dude? That was sick. And he's like, oh yeah, you guys want to go smoke a joint? And we're like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> and uh, we've yeah. been, honestly, si- since that day, we've been like pretty good friends. And that was when I was, uh, I was probably like 17. So that was like 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I, so th- I met Evan because Naveen and I started dating in 2011. And Animals as Leaders, Naveen was in Animals as Leaders at the time. And I went on tour with them doing merch on a tour that Evan opened. And Evan toured in the same van that we were in. And obviously, you know, Naveen and Evan were good friends and Evan and I became friends there. And Evan's like, I remember that like right after that tour, Evan stayed with me for a few days because he was playing with the faceless and you guys had left for Europe. And it was kind of my first time like being home alone. I was literally in LA alone at a house that I just moved into. I didn't really know anyone in LA and Evan was staying with me and he was just like, it's going to be good. You're going to be cool like this. You know, he kind of, he gave me, there was another pep talk. talk I have to be honest. Evan has dropped a lot of knowledge on me in my life. And there are a lot of things that he's, you know, he's like the, the big brother type to me. And he's really, yeah, he's a knowledgeable. We should have him on the podcast. We're going to have him on the podcast. He's one of the best dudes ever. So, uh yeah. Uh okay, we're so taking we're things switch on this over. over. We're gonna rip it over onto the after party for a couple minutes. Thank you guys for tuning in, and of course you can catch us on Twitch if you wanna catch us live next week. Eight thirty. Right, see you next week. Peace. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>